We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. For me, Nicole Byer tries to figure out why I'm still single, even though I will wear a costume, a maid costume, and role play slave things. <laughs> uh, maybe I won't do that. That's bad. <laughs> My guest today, uh, oh, what a treat. I'm so excited to have him here. He writes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine currently, and he let me be in his pilot from last year that didn't get picked up. Yay! <laughs> it's Justin Novo! <laughs> Hello! Whoop, whoop. Justin, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here. Oh, what a treat, what a dream. That pilot was so good. I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I had to get my little fingies on it because I was like, I got to see if I'm funny. Because <laughs> that's like my quest. I'm like, am I uh. actually funny? Then I watched it and I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm funny and everybody else was so funny in it. Yeah, and dozens of people in the valley agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Turning oh, their dials they, to like, say, yes, it? more Nicole. Yes. That's, wait, can you tell me, I know this is a dating podcast, but can you tell me how testing works on pilots? It's fascinating. It's insane. And it's a writer's nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you go to this like little dark, like uh, movie theater type room in the valley. They've lured 150 people there with the promise of like a blooming onion or something. Really? I have no I idea mean, what they get. I mean, you would get me if you yeah, promised me honestly, a blooming yeah. onion. I want some mossy cheese fries <laughs> and just a bunch of pumpernickel bread, but I'm in. Um, but they all just sit there and they have little dials. And mm -hmm. as they watch the pilot, they 
turn it right if they like what's happening and left if they don't or if they just feel like they haven't liked something in a while. (laughs) And you watch every person's individual dot either go up or down. Wow. And thankfully, our our show tested great and, and you tested great. But... The thing that happens after that is they lure like 10 more of them into a room where they ask questions. <laughs> and at that point, you're like, holy shit, how how do I please all of these people? Because That's wild. Yeah. And whoever's the most talkative person in the room will turn everyone. So, you know, you'll uh, the first step is like they'll write from a number from one to ten, like how much they like the show. Mm-hmm. And so you'll have I literally had this one woman write like uh, a nine or a nine and a half or uh-huh. whatever she wrote. And then there was this one girl who wrote a five and that was the lowest score in the room. And then she was just this loud girl, like, you know, from like high school or college. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden the girl who had a nine or nine and a half was like, yeah, I agree with five. And you're like, well. no, you don't. You're just being convinced <laughs> by this Rotsy girl who's angry at me. She Donald Trumped your pilot. She did. She just yeah. talked negatively for a long time. And then everyone was like. She right. But, I like her. But honestly, it, it that part like just so doesn't matter. After a while, they were like, you can go. It's good. That's bonkers yeah. bananas. I feel like everything in this industry is like a game of chance or like just a poorly built Lego house that's yeah. just going to come down. It's, you know, it's a couple. It starts with like three people agreeing if something is mm-hmm. good. And at the end, it's like, do... 1,400 people agree something is good, <laughs> and it's like, you know. Eh, I mean, let's get real. rarely Nothing's a consensus. Good. Nothing's good anymore, except for yeah. things that you do and I do. Yes, let's do them together. <laughs> You've been doing comedy for a very long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing it for a bit. I mean, we, we crossed paths a long yes, time ago. we were in New York together. Mm-hmm. You were on Mod Night, writing on Mod Night? No. I wasn't. Were you doing improv? I wasn't. I did improv. I never went for Mod Night or anything like that. I mm. took a couple sketch writing classes, and then I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then you were just like, I'm going to start writing. Pretty much, yeah. I had a friend who, right as soon as I like got through stuff at UCB, moved out here and started doing TV writing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, LA forever. I will never move. To, <laughs> I mean, New York forever. I will mm-hmm. never move to LA. And then I came out here and was like, palm trees and yeah, I feel had some like good French fries and was like, I will move here. I like the oil here. Yeah. These French fries are good. <laughs> I remember being in New York and truly I was a ride or die for New York. I said, I'll never fucking move to LA. Yeah. Are you kidding? It's real here. There's seasons. Everyone's a dumpster who's mean to each other. <laughs> and I love it. And then I was here for... Two years and I really hated it. But I was also mm. going back and forth to New York and all like my friends were still in New York. So I was just like, yeah, I'll like be here for a little bit. But like my home is New York and I go back often and I'm going to move back. But then I got a job out here and I was like, wait, uh, what am I? <laughs> it's good. It's good here. <laughs> also, a ton of friends write on things. They pop you in. They pop you. It's great. I love it. Ugh. I love L.A. Isn't that a song? <laughs> that is a song. I love L.A. That's what it sounds like, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, You are... You're married. Oh, I'm yeah. married. Duh. Yeah. You're married. The cast of Tomorrow the show. Tomorrow is my six-month anniversary. Oh, that yeah. is so wonderful. I know. 
Um, Jason, the oh, lead God. of the failed pilot, was like, we got to get Justin a wedding present. And I was like, yeah, let's get him some dildos with some tuxedos on him. And Jason and gave me those them. in a crowded restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. It might have been Angela who was like, we should also get like tequila or it something was. normal. Yeah. She quickly texted me that. She was like, just so you know. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Ange. <laughs> it was a lovely gift basket. <laughs> I said it, and I didn't think it would happen. Oh, it did. And do you still have them? I know where they are. Yes! <laughs> uh, what a treat. I'm so glad that I was a part of giving someone Such, dildos yeah. with tuxedos on them. Yeah, yeah. Different sized too. One was, uh, he explained it, one was Justin and one was Bobby because my husband is a, a shorter man than I am. Yes, we wanted the dildos to represent you guys. Exactly. You have to, as we approach this holiday season, give <laughs> gifts that are reflective of the recipient. Honestly, the way I give gifts is I give gifts to people of things I would want to receive. I get that. I I would love to open up a basket and have two dildos with tuxedos yeah. or a dress on them. I'd be like, whoa, yeah. whoa this is very funny. <laughs> I do the same thing. Here you go, Mom. <laughs> it's a Dave and Buster's <laughs> gift card. You're going to have so much fun there, Mom. Yeah, you're going to love it. Do you want a giant pixie stick? <laughs> Where did you meet your husband? We met on Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. We yes, used yes, to, yes. we had the brief period of shame where we were like, it was Tinder. And then we're like, mm -hmm. what are we doing? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, let's just be the grinder couple. Yeah, why not? I was just in a gay bar where they were having a cock contest. And I was like, this is a dream. <laughs> and I was like, I should go up there and be like, take a picture of my clit. And then the whole bar would leave. They'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> what bar was this in? Uh, Foo Bar in okay. West Hollywood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... I'd never been, but it is delightfully grimy. Oh, yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. They played a lot of weird music. It was like songs with like horns and trumpets and then like techno. It was wildly different and nobody wow. seemed to mind. There was one go-go dancer who took something that I was like, you need to share. He was like basically nodding out and was fully hard for like an oh, hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. And he just had dead eyes. <laughs> and at one point, I was putting a dollar in his diaper because it mm -hmm. was like the biggest underwear I'd ever seen. And they weren't, un I don't know what they were. It was a white diaper. Yeah. And he like pulled them out and I dropped the dollar in and it fell through the other side. Uh <laughs> so then I picked it up and I tried to drop it again. But he just slowly put his hand out and he went, Hey, here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you know. Just... He wasn't doing well, yeah. but was also thriving at the same time, you know? Exactly. And he's a dollar richer now. He is a dollar richer. Yeah. Um, And then I just love that you can slap their little butts. I always ask, <laughs> I go, can I, can I hit your butt? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, a dollar gets you so far in a gay bar. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's has this 99 cent coffee, but. Yeah. But for a dollar at a gay you bar, you can smack a little booty. You can smack a booty. <laughs> not in a straight or a ladies' strip club. Oh, You're God, not really no. supposed to no. touch that. You have to wear handcuffs when you walk in. You do. They're like, no touching. Yeah. A dollar gets you nothing. Except a mini shrimp cocktail, which for <laughs> some reason we serve. <laughs> um, strip clubs that sell food, I'm always a little concerned about, you know? Yeah. I don't think the refrigerators yeah. have been cleaned recently. Probably not. That's yeah. not their main prerogative. Yep. 
Um, so you guys met on Grinder. Yes. Was it a hookup first? Do you mind talking about this? It, we were both actually. I don't mind talking Great. about it. Uh, we were both kind of getting out of that like hookupy phase mm-hmm. that a lot of people experience when they just come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, and uh, we were both looking for dates. So we like oh. went on a little date and we got some drinks by my apartment. And, mm-hmm. yeah, thankfully, he, his office was less than a mile away from my home and therefore we found each other on an app based on location. Uh, what a dream. Yeah, exactly. The true love story. And then you dated for how long before you got married? We got married on the four-year anniversary of our first date. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yep. That is... We're like two little Disney princes just <laughs> singing with our, you know, tiny singing talking dog. My God, that is yet. so romantic. Yeah. I We're love cuties. It. Yeah. You are cuties. Yeah. You also are a very adorable couple. Yeah. I love it. How long did you have a slutty phase between coming out? Uh, I would say probably a year and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's two a good, years. That's yeah. a good chunk of time. I thinks. can't remember, but yeah, got got through that phase. I I'm like in and out of my slutty phase, and it's been going on for about a decade. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> it is going on a year ten of me just being like, money, my yeah. pussy punch. Some storms go back out to the ocean to gain strength and come back. I you know? am Florida, and my slut hurricane keeps returning every year. <laughs> yeah. Category just six. Category six. Hunker just down. A different name. Different month. <laughs> um. When. When did you when did you discover you were gay or did you always know you were gay? I mean, you know in your teens. I mm-hmm. guess there are some people who don't figure that out, but I don't know. For me, like you knew when you're like mid-teens when you're mm-hmm. like that's the person who's attractive to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so around there. I had this like very embarrassing story where when I came out to um my family uh, I like told my mom and she was like, what? You know, everybody's so supportive or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, your brother's coming over later this afternoon. And she was like, you should just tell him too. So we, And so he came home and I was like, yeah, so I'm like dating this guy. And he was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I've been cleaning up your internet search history since you were 14. And I yeah! was like, oh. That is... Honestly, your brother is a prince. What yeah, a dream. Yeah, I know. But I was also like, was don't like, say it in front of mom. <laughs> but that's so funny. I really, he like really has your back. Yeah, it was nice. It was a very nice moment. Yeah. Are you close to your brother? We talk a bunch. We talk a lot about like football. Like, cause ah. like, you know, I'm like a pretty masculine gay tit. <laughs> mask for mask, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talk about tits. <laughs> I was in an Uber or a Lyft because we we don't use Uber anymore because Uber is bad. Right, exactly. So I was in, a, but I just say Uber so much. I do too. I feel like Uber is like a Kleenex. Yes, it's not yeah. a Kleenex. It's a tissue. Yeah. But um. Anyway, so I was in a Lyft and my Lyft driver picked me up, and I don't even know how we got on the topic. Oh, so he was dropping me off at the Virgil, and he's like, oh, I used to live around the corner from the Virgil. I said, oh, okay. And he said, ah, I never really went, though. And I was like, okay. And he's like, but you know where I went once? The Eagle. And I was like, okay. He, he's like, have you ever been to the Eagle? I said, no. He's like, it's a gay bar. And oh, I was like, no. okay. And he's like, an aggressive gay bar. 
And um, do you want to tell me something, sir? Yeah, yeah, I was like, where is this going? But he was like, and I'm straight. I have a wife. You yeah, know, I would never. I, I've I would gone never. through two wives. I have two, uh, an ex-wife, a current wife. And the only time I've ever really been uncomfortable was at the Eagle because I was like, uh, you guys are really aggressive. And I got to say, masculine gay men are just a little too intense for me. And I wanted to be like, that's you. Like, yeah. Masculine aggressive men are usually straight men. So yeah. like what is what is your uncomfort that they're like hitting on you? Also, Maybe like think about how you talk to a woman. Also that dude just even bringing up that story. It's like I know what happened at the Eagle. Sir, yeah. you were on your knees. You were on you, There's <laughs> no way. Like you weren't just randomly bringing this up to someone right? in the back of your Uber for Lyft. It was <laughs> <laughs> It was such a weird story. And then he was like, I don't really go into gay bars too much. And I was like, I love them. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, uh, there's nothing, I don't have anything against gay people. And I was like, what <laughs> is this conversation? I never yeah. want to hear anyone say, I have, I have nothing against, and then like talk about yeah, the people. But. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't want to hear your butt. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. And then he kept calling me, dude. And then wow. he was telling me about like buying and selling houses. And I was like, the Virgil is five minutes from my house and this ride will never end. Yeah. He was awful. Man. I don't like people. Yeah, no, they're really not great. What was, do you remember your, so your first date was getting drinks. Do you remember your fourth date? Fourth? <laughs> uh, I did have a list at one point. You I remember did? like making a list and being like, and where did we go on all of our dates? I can't remember. That's I think sweet. our fourth date, actually, I do remember because he was like, hey, do you want to come over my apartment in the afternoon on like a Sunday mm -hmm. or something? And for some reason, I was like, I wonder if we're going to break up or like stop seeing <laughs> each other today. And then I showed up and there was a gigantic moving truck outside uh -huh. and it was like him and he wanted me to like meet his two roommates. Uh -huh. uh, and then I just helped them move all day. And I was like, um, oh. He tricked okay. you. He definitely Bobby. tricked me. That's very funny. Yeah. And you I just like, yeah. come over, just chill. Come over, just really hang great. out for a bit. Do you want to lift an end table for a while? <laughs> I Did he at least feed you? Did he give yeah, you we went to this like place and I like met some more of his friends. And it was actually like the first like meeting of the friends day. Ah. You know, because a lot of our first couple dates had been. Honestly, smart on his part because there was an activity so, like, you're not yeah. getting drunk with his friends, and then one of his friends says something, like, weird or off-color to you, and you're, like, turned off. This is, like, you're moving, teamwork. Exactly, yeah. Hey, uh, Scott, do you want to lift this couch with me? You yes, know? Oh, you... now I know Scott. We've oh, lifted a well, couch together. Scott, you're strong. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm a little weak and can't hit a corner. But, you know, we worked <laughs> through it. Exactly, yeah. I actually think that's smart. Yeah. I'm here for it. And it's like a little bit of a workout, you know? Oh, absolutely. And you know us gays. <laughs> we need to get in a good <laughs> workout after good our workout. workout in. Yeah. Ugh. I had to move once out of my sixth floor apartment in New York. Oof. And we were poor, so we didn't get movers. Of course. And let me tell you, then I think I lost 10 pounds that day because it was just going up and down the stairs. And at one point I was like taking too many breaks and my roommate Jenny was like, get up, get up and move. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm oh so tired. Ugh. Nightmare. in fucking sane. Oh, remember those pre-mover days. Ugh, awful. Mm. I never want to be poor again. No. I... It's just, it's too hard. Yeah. 
What were we thinking? I don't know. I also, when I moved here, the last time I moved to my new place here, uh, my roommate John, John Milheim, yes. he was like, we don't need movers. And I was like, you're right. And then I bagged up all of my clothing and there was maybe 50 garbage bags of clothes. I have so much clothing. <laughs> and I was looking at it and I was like, I don't, how, I don't what? Like we have to like rent a truck and then yeah. go back and, no. So then I hired movers and it was a little bit more expensive than I thought it was going to be. It always is. But I was like, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to do anything. No, it's great. It's- they boxed things up. They took apart my bed. They also didn't put it back together correctly, but you know, it's fine. Interesting. I'm getting a new bed. Oh. I have an interior decorator. Hey. This woman named Caitlin, she's very cool. She always has slick back hair and she's always like, this is gonna be dope and sick. Did you go king or were you are you changing bed size? I'm or? changing bed size. Uh, I had a full and I'm a full grown adult, so I should have a king. Yes. I've never we had a king size king. bed. Do you love it? It's amazing. Also, Bobby's so tiny, so in the morning it's like hide and seek. It's like where in this bed could he possibly be? Where's my husband? You just start digging. <laughs> throw every pillow, day. throw pillow, throw pillow, husband. I have so many pillows on my full yeah. size bed. I have Nicolas Cage pillows that I love. Whoa. I love waking up looking at Nick Cage. Oh my god. I it love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, what a dream, what a treat. Mm-hmm. He is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen The Wicker Man? I was just going to say The Wicker Man. Yes. It is a wild movie. It, it, he dives insane. into the water sideways for no reason at yeah, one point. He's in a bear costume. Yes. And then they like burn him a lot. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yes. The Wicker I, Man, 2008. <laughs> thumbs up, but also down. <laughs> thumbs up, down, and then like, And then what? sideways into the water. <laughs> um. So, okay. Let me tell you about this date I went on. Great. So- I had made a rule, I think like two episodes ago, I was like, I'm not going to talk about anyone I'm currently dating, but I'm going to today because this is the best date I think I've ever planned and it's all downhill from here. So I love Guy Fieri. (laughs) I've heard he's not the greatest person, but like, I don't like him as a person. I like him as an entity. Right. I love the spiky blonde hair. Mm -hmm. I love his terrible tattoos. I love his weird bowling shirts and his flame shirts. Like, I'm the weird sunglasses. Aesthetically, he is pleasing to me. I think (laughs) fucking him would be so funny. Like, I'm here, Guy Fieri, I want to be Gal Fieri. Like, I love him. So, I was telling this to this dude I was, uh, I'd been on a couple dates with, and he, he was like, I also like Guy Fieri. And I was like, what a dream. Does he have a restaurant here in L.A.? Because Guy Fieri's American Kitchen in New York subsequently closed. Oh, no. You, If you haven't read the New York Times review of it, you should. It is so funny. He gets eviscerated. <laughs> oh, no. It's guy. like wet, sloppy nachos. How do you fuck that up, Guy? Uh, it's one of the best things I've ever read. So anyway, I was looking online. So he went on the website and he's like, doesn't seem like there's one here. And then I was typing, typing, typing. And then I was like, oh, there is one here. And I sent it to him. And he's like, let's go. And I was like, great. Then I did more investigation. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. It's in the Burbank airport. And then I was like, how do I get into the Burbank airport? So then um, one of the hair ladies on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I was oh. telling her about this. She was like, I'll call. I'll figure this out. So she spent maybe two hours trying to get the number to 
Guy Fieri's burger joint in the Burbank airport, and there is no direct line to the restaurant. <laughs> they don't have a phone. No, they don't have a phone, which is insane. What if an emergency happens? How do you happens? fuck this up, Guy? I don't know. So then she was like, I don't know. And then I was like, what if I buy refundable plane tickets to get in? A logical follow-up and, thought. Right? <laughs> and she was like, actually, not a bad idea. I was like, great. So then... Hatch this plan, and then I was like, I can't text that to him because that's an insane text message mm-hmm. to read. So I was like, I'll tell him next time I see him. So we go out, and I like can barely contain myself. I tell him about this plan, and his response was, maybe I'll pack a fake bag. And I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> so that somebody, he didn't even just say yes. He said, I'm fully invested. Maybe I'll pack a fake. I was like, I love, what a treat. So then I buy the plane tickets. There was a hiccup. I bought the cheapest plane tickets, and those are never refundable. Those are like main cabin. You don't even get to pick your seat. There's like a new tier on Delta where you, it's called just like basic. Yeah, Basic means you you get on the plane. (laughs) You sit under the seat. You don't get overhead space. uh, You don't get to choose your seat. They choose it for you at the end. And I was like, this is a lot of rules. This is wild. And then the next day I was like, oh, I think there's a bad ticket. I don't think they're going to give me my money back if I don't make it on the plane. So then I canceled it, and it was less than 24 hours, so they gave me my money back. Okay. But if I had waited like two more hours, it would have been like, bitch, you paid $300 to go to Guy Fieri's <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> so then I bought a refundable ticket, which is a little bit more expensive. So I paid like $500. And the <laughs> up front, he was like, think about it as like a, a reservation fee. And I was like, the most expensive one. So... I asked him to get a flame shirt <laughs> because, <laughs> because I have two, three, four flame shirts. Uh-huh. And I was trying to decide I'm going to wear the black based one or the blue one. <laughs> I was like, let's go classic with the classic black. I think black was the right way to go. <laughs> Thank you. So I wore two flame shirts, leopard print leggings, a leopard print headband, flame shoes, one flame sock, one polka dot sock. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> he wore a flame shirt, some weird cutoffs, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> he was like, Should I wear a cowboy hat or a hat with beer on it? And I was like, I mean, both of these are perfect. <laughs> but then we settled on the cowboy hat. And then <laughs> we like giggled the whole way there. And then I was like, Let's valet the car because <laughs> let's be a little like fancy. Absolutely. So yeah, you could valet at the Burbank airport. The valet. Didn't blink twice at our outfits. <laughs> and I stood there and I was like, why isn't he saying anything about the way we look? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I really want him to say something. And he's like, I don't think he will. So then we get in the airport and we're like, where's Delta? And we're like, oh, no, Delta's in Terminal B. But I looked up Guy Fieri and he's in Terminal A. And I was like, fuck, oh. fuck, this isn't going to work. And then I was like, you know, and then he was like, oh, man. And I was like, no, not oh, man. We're going to go to the Terminal A, and yeah. we're going to get scanned through. It's going to be fine. He's like, what if somebody asks us a question? And I was like, you shut the fuck up. Don't say a <laughs> fucking word. And he's like, but what if? And I was like, no, don't say anything. Yeah. He was like, okay. So then they scanned us through to Terminal A. I found a flaw in the system. You did. You shouldn't be able to get scanned into any terminal, TSA. Oh, my God. So also... <laughs> He was walking through, and the TSA man was like, hello. And he just went, mm-hmm. 
Is it possible that hundreds of people have done this? Maybe. So then we like get through it. I was like, we fucking did it. Also, we had to like take our shoes off. It was. was, And I was truly giggling the whole way through. And one of the TSA men looked at me right in the eyes and openly laughed at my outfit. And I was like, yes, this is the reaction I wanted. And then he looked at the boy and laughed at him. (laughs) And then as we were walking, I was like, that man laughed at me. He's like, he laughed at me too. And I was like, we look great. So we get to, oh, so as we're walking, we hit Guy Fieri's Sammet Shop which is like just a crate, like a mm-hmm. like a cart. Like a grab and go. And I was yeah, like, yeah. this can't be it. This this can't be. We need more. I And then I almost started crying. <laughs> but then I was like, no, this isn't A5. Guy Fieri's Burger Joint's at A5. And then we get there and it's this glorious little hole in the wall. And then next to it is Guy Fieri's like Highline Bar or something. I don't know. So then we like... Order our food. I got a making bacon burger. Uh-huh. I don't know what he got. And then the bartender was like, guys, can I, wait, let me just like ask a question. Did you know that Guy Fieri's restaurant was here when you guys put those outfits on? And I was like, bitch, I came here just for this. I bought two refundable tickets to eat here. She was like, that's crazy. That's the funniest thing I have ever heard. <laughs> I love everyone in this story. <laughs> everyone was great. <laughs> the Burbank Airport was very accommodating. Wow. So then we like eat and like we both take a bite of the burger and he looks at me. He's like, this is not a bad burger. And I was like, okay, let me bite by it. I was like, you're right. This is a pretty decent burger because we were fully expecting it to not right. be good. But then we got fresh fries. Um, the mac and cheese is wet trash. It is like wet jizzy noodles. It is disgusting. I don't recommend it, but the burgers and fries, it's great. And then they play diners, drive-ins, and dives while you're there. Oh, perfect. Um, honestly, there's a lot of signage with his face on it. It is a real treat. I highly recommend going. And then we finished eating... Oh, and I brought little bottles of booze, and I was like, this is as real. Oh, like little airport bottles. You know. What a theme date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I was like, this is as romantic as I get. I love that this guy was down for all of this. Very down for it, and then we just left after. Because <laughs> it was yeah. like, what else do you do in an airport? Um, It was wonderful, and then I had him take pictures of me, you know. For, right, of course. You gotta document this for the Instagram. And then I like wrote basically the story or whatever, like a truncated version. And the Burbank airport slid into my DMs and was like, can you tag us? And I was like, why is this airport thirsty for tags? Oh my God. Also, what I did wasn't yeah. not a good look it's for your airport. It's a problem for you. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then we went to a tiki bar after to continue with the theme of dumbness. Of course. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, and then now I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever plan a good date again. Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's that's, good to know when you've reached the top. That's I, I've peaked. Wow. I don't know. Ooh, we have to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that. Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now, more than ever, with supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real 
world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now we're back! <laughs> what a good break! Oh, I feel rested. Yes, we took a little Ugh. power naps. Mm-hmm. What is the best date you've ever been on? The best date I've ever been on? Oh, wow. Um, interesting. Honestly, this is so sad, but the first thing that comes to my mind is like seven days in Disney World. <laughs> Seven it's not days a date, in but Disney? like it is the first thing that popped into my mind was like I'm like a crazy like Disney person. Mm-hmm. It's just like who a I was Disney forced head. to be by my parents, mm-hmm. and I just remember like towards the end of I think it was my first season at Brooklyn. I started like telling Bobby I was like I really want to go to Disney World. <laughs> it's been a long year. Uh, Wait, did you go we to Land like or seven World? Seven days. Is world, Land here? World. I'm a Land big is world. Here? Land's here. World's yeah. in Florida. World's in Florida. Florida. Yeah. And so it was just like, you know, a lot of me being like, this is a place where I've been 35 times. 35 oh. times? Oh, yeah, no. It's like crazy. My parents have like a Disney-themed room in their house. Whoa. Like there's, it's where those insane people. I've been to Disney World twice. Once when I was six-ish, and all of the pictures of me there, I look so unhappy. Oh. Just so angry. <laughs> We're so different in that way. I was like, I want to trade pins and get a Huey, Dewey, and Louie set. No. I was, I was like, cool. so you trapped me in this hot place? I got to wait on lines for stuff? My mother used to say I had an entitlement problem, which is probably true, but I truly was like, why? Why do I have to wait for anything? Isn't this supposed to be the magical place? And then I went again when I was like in middle school. And again, I was like, this is so much walking. And then my dad had like plans and he's like, we gotta hit up Epcot. And then blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh. oh my God, can't we just relax? He's like, we only have three days. And then everything was so expensive. And then he was like, no, you can't have water. It's too expensive. <laughs> $30 and I was for like, some but reason. Papa, we didn't bring any water and I'm gonna die. It was oh. all of the pictures from that time too. Everyone just looks very upset. Of course. Now, I guess that's a vacation. I guess the best date I've ever pulled mm-hmm. off was it was like right in when Bobby and I first started dating and it was his first like birthday mm-hmm. when we were together. And I was visiting him in New York because I was like developing and didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. So I just went out and visited. And then on the day of his birthday, I was like, I'm going to go put in for the Book of Mormon lottery and I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the Book of Mormon Lottery, put my little name in, stood there with like 150 people, mm-hmm. and then sure enough, they pulled my name ah! and gave us like the two front seat tickets in the first row. Oh. And then I was like, I'm going to text a girl I know from college who I think might be in the production. <laughs> and I texted her and she's like, come back after the show, we'll give you a tour. And all of a sudden I was like, I am bawling out and <laughs> killing this birthday. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It That's was it was great. It was a good one. It was like I, I loved 
feeling like I was winning in dating. Mm-hmm. I get very like competitive being like, did I nail it? <laughs> I, in dating, never feel like I'm nailing anything. Ugh. I always get confused at like, how much affection do you show someone in public? Do you kiss? When do you kiss them? Hello? Oh, uh, yeah. That's real When tough. do you tell them, uh, I, I'd rather have you call me when I'm on the road than text? Like, when do you... When do you tell somebody that? I yeah, personally, I just like say it as I think it, but that's like been both a good thing and a real problem. Uh, you know, I I'm bad at saying what I want to say to people uh, because I'm like, well, my therapist was like, you're just prolonging the inevitable, Nicole. Like if you tell someone something that you want from them and you think they don't want to give it to you, you're just prolonging what's going to happen where they're like, oh, I can't give that to you. Oh, and yeah, then it like yeah. goes away. She's like, if it goes away in a month or if it goes away tomorrow, what's the difference? And I was like, consistent dick. <laughs> That's also, the difference, Mary. Don't people put up with different amounts of shit based off your shared history after a while? Like, if you give me all your baggage on date one, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, where does the baggage end? But if you've lured me in with five or six dates, and then I'm like, oh, I can deal with this baggage. Well, I've been, let's see, I've been on a couple dates with the Guy Fieri man, and I've been pretty (laughs) wild all the dates. What? (laughs) I've I've done something weird on every one of our dates, and he seems okay with the weirdness. Yeah, I know nothing about this individual, but from afar... I'm liking it. I mean, anybody who goes to an airport with you. <laughs> the guy saying he could pack a bag. I was, oh, he's he down for a bit. He didn't end up packing a bag, oh, but no. it would have been very funny if he had. Yeah. But then it's just like, he would have had to carry it around. It just wouldn't have been great. <laughs> I um, went on a date with a dude who then sent me his uh, like a script. Ooh. And I was like, huh. Why yeah. did you do that? And he was like, I don't know. I just like want you to read it. Let me know if, like what your thoughts were on it. And I was like, we've only been out twice. I don't, I can't help you. That's a, that's a move. That's, yeah. Yeah. And it, um, also I've, what writer really wants feedback? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Not a, they just all the feedback a writer good. wants. Yes, that's all anybody wants to hear. Yes. It's good. Especially if if you're a friend and I'm just sending it to you. Yes, just tell me. I don't it's need good. your thoughts on my act two break. <laughs> it works. It was on a note card once. <laughs> it was on a note yeah. card once. And it was on my fucking vision board. <laughs> Yeah, it was bonkers, and I've like said it on the pod before that I don't like it when people on apps are like, I think you're really funny, because then I'm truly like, I don't know what you want from me. But then it's like, he didn't even say he knew who I was, and then later in the date, I was like, oh, I guess I'll tell him I do comedy or whatever, he doesn't know, and I like him, okay. Um, And then he started like asking questions, and then I was like, oh no, he did know who I was, and like, buried the lead and then sent me his fucking script and I was like this is yeah, crazy that's terrible well, d- did you already say where you met him was this an app based um, thing yes this was Tinder mm-hmm. Tinder's bad yeah I'm gonna let's see What's gonna- what kind of interaction oh so 
this man on Bumble. Oh, let me tell you about this man. So I know this dude. We work together on a show that's probably coming back. (laughs) And we're going to work together again. We matched on Bumble. He was like, we know each other. And I was like, do we? And he was like, yeah, this is what I do. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry. Yes, I do remember you. Your pictures look different than how you look now. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, let's go out. And I was like, great, yeah, take me out to dinner and we'll fuck. And he was like, sounds like a plan. So then we made plans. And I was like, I can meet you after my show. And he was like, let me come to the show. And I was like, ew, you want to come to an improv show? He's like, sure do. So then I like put his name in at UCB for his little free ticket. And then I get to the show and then he texts me. He's like, ah, I'm actually working late. We didn't wrap in time. I'm not going to make it. The show was at 11. There's no way he works on reality. Like there's yeah. no way that whatever. So then I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So then I'm away for like 11 days. And then like two days before I come back, Oh, no. So then I said, do you want to reschedule or what? And he was like, I don't know. I'm kind of busy. And I was like, great. I'll see you when we film again. And he went, cool. And I was like, okay, so that's done. Then he texts me out of the blue and he's like, let's go to Halloween Horror Nights on Sunday. Let's get spooky. And I was like, okay, cool. What time do you want to go? He's like, three. And I was like, what? He's like, let's go from three to nine. And I was like, that's (laughs) the longest date I've ever heard. He's like, I'll pick you up. And I was like, I'll be at Universal taping something. I can just meet you there. And he's like, no, go home first, and then I'll pick you up. And I was like, why is he being so insistent on picking me up? So then he's like, no backing out. I'm buying the tickets now. I said, okay. And then I'm like at Universal. And I was like, you know what? What time does this actually start? Because three is crazy. So then I went online and I was like, it doesn't start till seven. So uh, I texted him. I was like, this doesn't start till seven. Why are you trying to get there so early? And he was like, it does. And I was like, did you not read a thing when you bought the tickets? What? It, what? And then I was like, also, I have a show at eight. So let's go at like nine. And then we'll be there during like the real spooky time. Right. And then he never texted again. What? Isn't that weird? That's really weird. I can't wrap my mind around it. I told my therapist and she went, he's sick. <laughs> and I was Do like, you think he wanted, my first thought was like, he wanted to come to your house and have sex before you went. Oh. That was my Maybe, thought. but who wants to have daytime sex the first time you have sex? Yes. Sober? Very visual. You can very see everything. Everything. Yeah. Is that just my shame coming through? No. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I keep the lights on, but usually it's nightfall, so it's like dim. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's but like, cute, sexy lighting. Yes, and I. It was so confusing, and then for him to just like ghost after that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he went to Halloween Horror Nights. There was no backing out. He bought the tickets. But then I don't think he bought the tickets because they were like a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. If I bought a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. I wouldn't ghost. I'd be like, hey, we're going, right? Right. But now I want to go to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> I've never been. I've never been either. I We just did the like one on the Queen Mary. Have you ever done that no. one? That one's pretty cool. Because you're Is like it? walking through basically like the bottom of the ship that's closed all the time. Oh. So you're like walking through like the old pool that they used in, I don't know, whatever years that was running. Oh. But they've made it into like a spooky Halloween maze where people are chasing you and stuff. Oh, boy. I feel like every year I get older, everyone gets more and more into Halloween. Right? It's very strange. Yeah. 
I mean, and I like dressing up. I like Halloween. It's gay Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to a very elaborate party tonight in Malibu gay for it. Gay Christmas. Ooh, are yeah. you in Malibu? Yeah. Our friend like works for a real estate agent who uh-huh. is a Malibu real estate agent and Ooh. therefore throws a very extravagant Halloween party where, you know, you see celebrities from your favorite shows passed out drunk in costumes. And... What a treat. What a dream. I hope you see someone famous snorting coke and they offer you some. That That is very possible. And I hope you do it. Oh, but I'm a good little boy. Just do a bump. No. Just a little bump. I don't want I just, just want a slider. little bump. <laughs> I just want some cheeseburgers. <laughs> I just want some... Well, Ugh. I love cocaine, and sh- I shouldn't say that on a podcast. No, I don't know. Well, what the you cops can can't, can't get me. No, they're listening. They're not oh, watching fuck. me snort rails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I um, have this one friend who, anytime we go out, he's got this other friend who will come, and she always has these like huge claw nails, Ugh. and I'll be in the middle of a conversation, and a nail full of cocaine will be under my nose, and she'll be like, "Sniff, bitch, sniff." <laughs> Oh my she's god. She's my favorite person in the world. She seems fun, but I oh, never want someone's long blessed. fingernail anywhere near my face. Well, I'm sure she's a clean she's, she's a clean, clean girl. Lady? She looks clean all the time. Okay, good. So then, okay, let me tell you about this other Bumble man. Mm. So, this other Bumble man and I have been talking. So, we started talking in July. And wow. In uh August he says to me, so the rest of this week is bonkers, and next week is kind of what the fuck, but I'd love to cram some time in somewhere if you're into it with this emoji, the arms up like, I don't know. And I said, yeah, let me know when you're free. Nothing. And I was like, what? Okay. And then yesterday, mm-hmm. he messages me and says, So I held off reaching out because I knew I wasn't ready slash was working through shit and didn't want to waste your time. No idea where you are, but would love to continue the conversation. Also, I'm in Iceland at the moment. So fuck me, right? LOL. And then he said, oh, he's actually really cute. (laughs) Show me the picture. He sent a picture of himself. What is he doing in Iceland? I don't know, but what do I say back to him? I'm going to do this in real time. Oh man! Okay. I don't know. I'm not. I have to say, my knee jerk reaction is I'm not feeling his word choices. I'm I feel like like he lost me at like in next week's like what the fuck? Yeah, like, I was like okay. I like at a first fifteen was year old like, who just learned how to curse. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe it was like to soften like a rejection or something. I don't hmm. know. But then I was like, oh, I guess I am just like an afterthought to this man. But then I'm like, you're in Iceland. Yeah. What? Yeah. So maybe I'll say, do you ever come back? Are or you... buy me a ticket to Iceland? Are you available? Are you tech available to fly to Iceland for this date? <laughs> okay. Is there a Guy Fieri restaurant in the hel- <laughs> in the Reykjavik airport? But there is one in South Africa. Ooh. Isn't that Oh nuts? my God. Second date with that guy. Oh my God. Imagine. Yeah. I'm Town. like, let's go to South Africa. Uh-huh. Or Cancun. There's a Guy Fieri restaurant in Cancun that I've Layover. Hit them both. Oh my God. Imagine we just go to, and then there's some on cruise ships. Also, there's a Guy Fieri con. So (laughs) in New York. You're you're in deep. I know. Well, it's because whoever wrote about it in Time Out New York mentioned that I went to the one in the airport. So 
what they did last year was they bar hopped and ended up at Guy Fieri's American Kitchen, but that has since closed. Mm -hmm. So now the Guy Fieri con is trying to figure out where they're going to end up. Wait, what should I say to this guy? What was the last thing he said? He said, also, I'm in Iceland at the moment, so fuck me, right? LOL. Hmm. I'm going to say, oh, hi. Hello. Um, hmm. I'm still down. No. <laughs> That's, like, desperate. Right? Yeah, I, I mentally did some backspaces after that. <laughs> <laughs> when you made that noise, I deleted huh. it. Uh, okay. Hi. Hello. Hmm. Um. When are you back in town? Yeah. I think keep it that, that simple. Okay. Okay. Hi. Oh. Hi. Hello. Hmm. Hmm. When are you back in town? Okay. Al- I would also just for my own curiosity ask him why he's in Iceland. Oh yeah. Okay. Why are you in Iceland? Okay. This is gonna be good. I can't wait. Oh, boy. Let's see if he ever responds to me. (laughs) I, shit, I wish, I hope I could find this. This girl had messaged me. She was, like, real-time updating me on her Tinder messaging. Uh, People DM me stuff all the time, and it's wild, and I never respond to everybody because it's too much. So this girl messaged me, and she was like, I'm fat. This very hot guy messaged me. I don't know what to do. And then she messaged a couple days later and goes, okay, phew, he ghosted me. Crisis averted. And then on Thursday of this week at 7 p.m., she messaged me again and went, oh, no, he called for a date on Saturday. Um, her, I won't say her full one. It's called Chick Chic, Chica something. If you are listening Please message me again and let me know if you went out with him. Yeah, and go out with him. Yes, because I said when I answered her question, I was like, who cares that you think he is more attractive than you? Yeah, because she used the, she was like, he's he's out of my league. And I was like, leagues are a made up thing. Yes. There's tons of people who are ugly as fuck with beautiful people. There's tons of beautiful people who are together, tons of ugly people. Like, there's love knows no league. I think that's. Yeah, people are into different shit, too. Like, the sentence, oh no, I hope the hot guy ghosts me. Yes. Is insane. It's crazy. Go for it. Go for it. it. Yeah. I, um, have you ever been to Portland? I haven't. The weirdest couples are in Portland. Oh, really? There's always just like an ogre of a woman with like a prince of a man or like a big fucking fat round grimace looking man with a tiny beautiful woman and you're like how how you work how does this go together I love Portland I want to go because I hear there's a lot of great donut places that's what that's all I ever hear about Portland yeah you got voodoo donuts but then you have that here that's here? Yeah, baby. Universal City Walk. What? I love Near Universal Jimmy Buffett's City... Margaritaville? Yes, bitch. Oh. Ow. I oh love Jimmy God. Buffett's Margaritaville. The I margaritas go are disgusting. Now. They're so gross. So are the nachos, yes, but they're all I ever is, want. But I love that there's a live band. Ugh. Last time I went, got wasted and danced in front of the band with a bunch of people. And they were like, <laughs> this has never happened before. 
the first ever residual I got for Brooklyn uh, came in the mail, and I rushed to my computer and I bought a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville frozen margarita machine. <laughs> and do you still have that? Yeah, I have it, and I bring it to parties. It's you a party are in a box. everything. I am I a fifty-year-old suburban mom. <laughs> bring it to Malibu. Churn out some margaritas, and then Rihanna yeah, will hopefully offer exactly. you exactly. Hey, mini driver, <laughs> <laughs> do you want mango? That would be amazing. Okay, this man, Brayden. Wait, did you ever do apps or did you just do Grinder? I did apps. Oh, I had apps. What were you on? I had a folder. It was the only time oh. I ever o- made a folder on my <laughs> iPhone was to be like, uh, calculators. <laughs> I can't bear to make a folder. Oh, my God. It's easy, Ugh. but it's a way to keep them hidden. I, I don't know. What was I on? I was on Grinder, mm-hmm. Scruff. Okay. It was around back then. There was one called Jacked. I don't know if that's still Ooh, around. Jacked. Wait, but that was like for it, like did muscular Scruff go guys. away? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, you don't you know? know. You're not. I'm. A, I'm. I'm a, keeping you know, up with him. Yeah, we're looking at dogs and surrogates. We're we're Ugh. we're past that. Wait, you're gonna get a baby? No, I shouldn't have said that because we're I not. I just said yet. you're gonna get. You're gonna a get, baby. A baby. Ooh, yeah, gonna get a baby. Yeah, add to cart. <laughs> <laughs> Expedited shipping. Um, this man messaged me on Hinge. He said, "You are very attractive, but I would like to chat with you and see if we vibe." <laughs> Okay. What else? So you've got a test coming up. What we do? Yeah. That's the whole premise of an app. Of dating as well. Yes. You chat and you see if you vibe. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's very. Apps are the worst. Everyone, like, I I mean, I don't know. I guess they found me my husband, so I probably shouldn't take such a hard line stance. I mean. But I met so many duds. I've I keep meeting duds yeah. and it is exhausting. The last date I went on Ugh. before I met Bobby, I remember was this guy who had little pistol tattoos pointing down no! towards his crotch, and that was his profile picture. And I don't know what I was thinking that I said yes to the date, but I got there and we were like talking about what we do, and I was like, "So what do you do?" And he was like, "Oh, I get paid to stand by pools." What? And I was like, "What? That's not a job." And he was like, "Well, sometimes it's cash, sometimes it's." product and i was like no you can't just be an attractive person professionally i mean i feel like there's so many in la and they are the most boring people oh yeah it was real i like skipped away from that pretty fast Ugh, i can't even imagine i don't i wonder what it's like for pretty people it's not uh as fun as you'd think Sorry, no? were you asking me how my experience is? Yes. Yeah. Just as a pretty what person. What is it like being Ugh. a gorgeous, beautiful man? As someone who's cut from stone <laughs> and definitely doesn't have a lot of loose skin on his belly. <laughs> you lost a lot of weight. I did. How much weight did you lose? I lost mind? from top to low. I lost like 118. Damn. Yeah. How? A lot of running. <laughs> ah. uh, I hated it. Actually, I w- am really weird with food, um, okay. <laughs> which is <laughs> clear. But um, when I go on like a diet or try to do a health thing, I just find one thing and then mm-hmm. I just stick with it. I had a year or so where I ate nothing but Costco chicken teriyaki <laughs> and oh I would bring it God. to people's houses. It's all I ate. Our mutual friend Jocelyn Guest was my Uh roommate at the time, and all I did was just like fucking chop up some microwavable chicken teriyaki. And you know what? It worked. 
Interesting. My friend also lost like 100 pounds by eating McDonald's cheeseburgers with no bun. Oof. Forever. Wow. And I was like, your sweat must smell terrible. Exactly. And your shit must smell like bad shit. If you shit. Yeah, Yeah. truly. I, yeah, that's wild. I, did you start off running or did you like grow into running? I grew into running. The first step was like doing squats in a dark room in New York, being like, you're moving to LA. Please be better than you are right now. Uh, so that was where it began. And then I like bought weights and I got really into like weightlifting and was okay. like feeling I was making myself like stronger, mm-hmm. like more what I wanted to look like. And... I like weightlifting specifically because it makes me feel strong. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like I accomplished something. Strong. But then I was the other, I don't know, it was like a month ago. I was like, there's like nothing tangible about weightlifting. Because, like, my goal is not, I don't want to, like, I don't need to You don't want to compete? I'm fine. <laughs> I don't want to compete. I'm not trying to get all, you know, roided up. Mm-hmm. Also, in the gym, there's so many signs that are like, don't do steroids. <laughs> and I was like, none of the women here are doing steroids. Let's get real. Um, you should go on American Ninja Warrior. You should They you do should have. A, they have a comedians. Ton. Oh, my God. Really? Uh, I think Colton Dunn did it. And oh. I know Nikki Glaser did it. I don't know Good. if either one of them knew it was like they were competing, but like, I, right. I don't know. I I shouldn't speak for them. Maybe Nikki. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that both of them did it. I don't know how far they got. I'm going to guess not far. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe I will do it. But I started pole dancing. What? Because oh, man. it's a very tangible thing yeah. that hurts. It is so hard. So now I can do... A fireman spin, a sit spin, and a bad sundial spin. Whoa. Where you kind of look like half of a swastika. Because like one. <laughs> what is a sundial spin? Is that when. That's one leg is bent in front and then the other one's bent in the other direction behind you. So it's like a, okay, like yeah. a Z type deal. And you spin around. And then I can do a combo of the three. And then the other day we learned how to do a backwards like diamond or something where you have to spin backwards. And. As I was falling, I involuntarily went, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like a straight Mickey Mouse impression. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then I also really like pole dancing because, like, maybe some of those women are trying to be sexy. But, like, to me, it's not super sexy. Yeah. It's hard to be sexy when sweat is pouring yes. off your face. And, and you're, you're just, like, inverted. huffing and puffing. And you're like, how do I do this? Oh. And then your hands sometimes get clammy and you're like, I can't swing. But like, yeah, I'm getting like calluses on my hands from swinging around. Honestly, it's very empowering. (laughs) Um, um, Justin, we've come to the end of our little chat. Do you you have something you want to plug? Promote? Yes. Oh, boy. I mean, the only thing I'm doing right now that I would promote is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is going to be on NBC. Got canceled on Fox. NBC scooped it right up and then said, not only do we want this, we want more episodes. You're not done in December. You're done in March. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's an extension. It's an extension. St. Patrick's Day (laughs) is the new New Year's. Um yeah, and I think we start airing in January. I think they just so, announced. So yeah, tune in January on NBC. Justin Noble, thank you so much. Thank you. Ooh, if you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes 
and rate it. And if you hit on me and say something nasty, I will read it. Um, <laughs> so let me find one. Okay. So this person said, I want to get sloppy drunk with you, buy some strap-ons, ride around the country fucking the white privilege and repressed toxic masculinity out of straight white dudes. Holy shit. Then retire to Aruba where we have a bunch of sexy pool toys, jello fight and wigs, and leopard print thongs. What a specific dream. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> has been a Team Coco production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.